Good morning, good people. Walk Made is Esports Live, presented by the Cochran Firm and Boston Scientific. We're streaming live from Supreme Lending Dallas on this morning Monday of morning. Get that morning Monday of morning. Cowboys lose 26 to 20 in Washington. They fall flat on their face. They lay an egg, and we got to talk about it. Today will be the therapy session. The rest of the week, we'll get into the wild card round. But today, Cowboys Nation, it is not a good one. It's not a good one. I got some words. I got some thoughts. And we'll talk about that, all right? But appreciate y'all, Bomb Squad, for being here on this particular Monday. I, look, I, 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 I can't put lipstick on a pig today, y'all. I can't do it. What you want me to do? They were horrible. They were terrible in every facet of the game. But here's what bugged me the most, Cowboys Nation. I talked about for the last month of the season. Let me get let me get this back. There we go. I talked about for the last month of the season that I appreciate the fights. I appreciate the Cowboys getting into some of these fights and winning most of these fights throughout the season, and, and, and especially over the last month. I appreciated that. Yesterday, they showed no fight. You look around the league at the playoff teams, particularly in the NFC. Let's start there first. They are the only team in the NFC that didn't show any fight, didn't put up any fight, and didn't win. Now, you, there were some other NFC teams that lost, but they put up a fight. The Cowboys went up against a third-string quarterback and showed no life. The, the most life I saw from the team was when uh, Mike McCarthy starts celebrating for a missed field goal. Right, And you never see Mike get that passionate, but he got real passionate over a missed field goal because he saw his team was lifeless. He talked about in the press conference that, you know, we had a bad week of practice. Mike, it's week 18. You got to go play the other bad man in Tampa next week, and we'll talk about that, I'm sure, today. You got to go play that man in Tampa. Why, why are we still having bad practices? Why are we still not getting up for these type of games? Why, when there was something to play for at the beginning of that game, were you not up for it? And now they book in their season with the worst game of the year for up until week 18, with the worst game of the year in week 18. Not a good way to go into the playoffs. And let me say this, because I see all around these Twitter sphere and these internets and whatnot and these, these, these websites and, and everything. A lot of fans want you to ignore what happened yesterday and want you to just be okay with it. I'm not going to tell you how to fan. I'm not going to try to do that today. I'm just not. But what I am here to do is say, I understand the frustration if you're going into the playoffs and not having as much confidence. I said this yesterday on the post game show and I've had a, a day to sleep on it. And I still, I went from zero confidence, maybe 0.5, you know, maybe that'll creep up as we continue to go through the week, but they pretty much sapped, zapped, whatever took any confidence that I had away and I know it's a week-to-week league and I know momentum may not carry over into the into the into the postseason when and the Cowboys have won games they've blown out teams going into into the postseason and lost they've also lost games that go into the postseason and lost listen the, the Cowboys results in the playoffs for the last three decades win or lose the last game of the year I don't know why we're so fascinated on what happened last season I've seen people try to put lipstick on a pig and say, well, Dallas blew out the, the Eagles 50-something to 20-something, and they, they laid an egg, 
in the playoffs. That wasn't the game you needed to pay attention to. If you were here on this channel, I said that so many times. I said, this game does not matter. That Philly game did not matter because they benched all of those guys in regards. You were going to win. You should have won, right? It was the Arizona game. It was the Arizona game. And Philly made it not matter because they didn't put up a fight. Washington put up a fight and you got TKO'd early. That's what's most disheartening about this. Not the result. If the Cowboys came out and they got up 21-7 to at halftime and benched their starters at halftime and lost the game 24-30, to no one would care. Because the, the, the result wasn't the main thing there, especially when it didn't matter because the other teams won. It was the process. It was the fact that you did not fight. And last year, people want to revert to this Eagles game. That's not the game. It was the Cardinals game. That was the game that mattered because Dallas routinely lost those fights. And yesterday was the most disappointing and disheartening about what was the most disappointing and disheartening was that they showed no fight. And if you want to look for a silver lining, maybe it's the Cowboys haven't lost two games in a row. All right. Maybe it's the pattern that the Cowboys have been going through where it was, you know, lose, win four, lose, win two, lose, win four, lose. Let's see what happens now. If you win four, you go. If you want to reach, and, and hey, by all means, by all means, Cowboys Nation, do that. Okay? Whatever it makes you feel a little bit better about yesterday. But I'm not going to come on here and put lipstick on a the pig. There was nothing about any part of that team. The quarterback, the defense, the special teams, the coaching, nothing to take away from that game from a positive manner. If you disagree, if you think there was, feel free to call in. 351-999-3787. Talk me off of my Monday morning morning. Talk me off of that. I'm not saying I'm, I'm, I'm jumping over the cliff for the playoffs. Yes, the confidence has been sapped. It doesn't mean I'm not, I'm not going to cheer hard as hell on Saturday. It doesn't mean... I'm going to go in there at Texas Live this Monday. I say Saturday. It's actually Monday, by the way, Cowboys Nation, which is ridiculous. But on Monday, and and hope they walk away doing something they haven't done since 92 and they haven't done ever, and that's beat Tom Brady and win a playoff game on the road. But today, confidence is shot. Talk me off the, the morning ledge, the Monday morning ledge, Cowboys Nation, 351-999-3787. Before we do that, Let's hit the roundup. We already got a couple callers. And today, we actually have a really cool giveaway that we're going to do here. This football right here. I think Cowboys Nation. Let me look at my. This football right here. Boom. Signed football by Ezekiel Elliott. And I want to make sure I get this right because there's some rules that you got to follow here, Cowboys Nation. I would bring I would bring Nick on air, but I ain't going to do that to him. Uh <laughs> Yes, please share the rules in the chat, but I'll read them out as well. Uh, so I'll make sure we get this right. You can win a signed Ezekiel Elliott football by doing these three things. Okay, first, you got to follow A to Z Dallas on Twitter, Instagram, or whatnot, and Supreme Lending on Instagram, preferred, or Twitter. Step two, reply and tag two Cowboy fans. And step three, retweet and like this. I'll say it again, and Nick, you're going to share it. Nick's going to share it in the chat. Follow. Say again. Facebook as well. They're everywhere. Follow Supreme Lending, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, wherever you do your social media. 
<laughs> tag two Cowboys fans. Reply in that with two Cowboy fan tags and then retweet or share um, and like the tweet, the post, or uh, I guess on, I guess it'll be a post too on Instagram. You know, I'm not a big Instagram, so I'm still <laughs> on Instagram. Do those things. And then at the end of the week, I think they're going to announce, announce on the uh, page. Monday morning, game day morning, we will announce the winner of the Ezekiel Elliott sign football right here. Now, we ain't giving away the helmet. <laughs> we ain't giving away the helmet. Just the football today. If we try to get this, this helmet away, they probably throw us up out of here. If you know, he probably throw me over the bill. We ain't going to do that. Just the football, though, y'all. So uh, do that. Supreme Lending Dallas is Supreme Lending. At Supreme Lending, correct? At Supreme Lending on Instagram. So Supreme Lending Dallas on Instagram. Okay. Um, like, follow, share, retweet, and tag two Cowboy fans. We're going to give away this. Ezekiel Elliott football. All right, let's get into the roundup, Cowboys Nation. There was some news that came out of that game. Not great news, and we hope that it, it is good news by the time we get to the end of the day. It's time for the morning roundup. Round them up, boys. Here we go. Today's morning roundup. We're going to start off with the injury report that came out of the game. Uh, yesterday in the postgame show, we thought it was only a J-Ron curse who was dinged up, but maybe the biggest injury was Deron Bland. I was unaware that Deron Bland was injured. And that's what happens when you're, you, by the time you get to the fourth quarter, you're just like, all right, can we get get out of this game? I'm just ready to go. Deron Bland exited the game with a chest injury, did not return, and they have been pretty quiet on what, what's going on. We'll have this conversation probably tomorrow, but I really hope Deron Bland can play. If we watched what happened at the cornerback position, the Trayvon Mullen experiment should be done. If, if, if Bland can't play, that probably means Xavier Rhodes will play outside and they'll put Mackenzie Alexander inside. I'm still of the belief I would like to see Deron Bland on the outside. I, I don't know how, how many more times they have to see cornerback two get abused before they allow Deron Bland to be cornerback two. I know he's playing well in the slot, but I feel like Mackenzie Alexander, you can try to get away with that. Uh, he's a veteran that's played inside. Trayvon Mullen struggled yesterday. He had the pass interference, gave up the 52-yarder. Had a, a pass interference that they didn't call. Just was not a great game for Mullen. Uh, I was shocked they didn't go with Nashawn Wright a little bit more. I didn't understand that. He needs all of the reps he could get. So we'll see what happens here um, following ne- next week, actually. Maybe they'll throw Maybe they'll throw Xavier Rhodes, who just got signed to the Cowboys last week. Um, he, he's a multiple-time pro bowler, but he's a shell of himself, if we're being completely honest. But, hey. We just need you for, for three games, possibly. Four games, whatever it would be if you get there, but one game at a time because the Cowboys haven't really put together four quality games in a row in quite some time. Uh, the other injury, like I said, was J. Ron Curse. He left the game. It looked like he stayed out for precaution. Um, we'll, we'll see what they say, but that, it looked like he could have went back in. He just They said, you know what, this game is over. You sit on the sideline. But J. Ron went into the locker room, and he was upset, like most of us. And and this goes back to what I said in the opening of the show. There are fans who are going to try to 
poo-poo this loss, who are going to try to put lipstick on a pig, and that is your right. But they in that locker room understand that they are not playing their best football. It's not just fans saying that. Jaron curse on if the Cowboys are playing their best football. He says, quote, no, we're not. We want to, but we're not. It's just embarrassing. The players are embarrassed. C.D. Lamb also sounded off. He said, we all got to flip the switch, understanding that we can't lose anymore. They're embarrassed. They're not playing their best football. They got to flip the switch. Flip the switch in, in week 18. Who y'all think y'all are? The Chiefs? Steph Curry? Flip the switch. You are what you are at this point. And that's why I said last week that when they were fumbling around and stumbling around and fighting, I said, well, this is who they are. That doesn't upset me because they have been fighting like this no matter who the opponent was. So that doesn't surprise me. But that performance yesterday did surprise me because that was a very Denver-esque game of last year. They didn't show that lack of fight. Also, even week one, there was some fight in that game. There was no fight in this game yesterday, and you can't have that on the last game of the season. And then the run game woes continued yesterday. We, we talked about this on Friday. There was a couple things that we needed to see, right? Or it was a Thursday show. It was Thursday show. We needed to see. We wanted to see this run game get back going, they will be tested against a good run defense, right? Against a front that gives teams trouble. They were terrible. The run game was absolutely terrible. 27 carries, 64 yards, 2.4 yards per carry. Over the last four games, Tony Pollard, 35 carries, a buck 13, 3.2 yards per carry. Ezekiel Elliott, 59 carries, a buck 60, 2.7 yards per carry. Combined, 94 carries, 273 2.9 yards per carry. All right. No big deal. The run game has not been great over the last month of the season. Cool. Dak, time to save us. Uh, <laughs> it was bound to happen at some point, but, boy, I didn't expect it to be this bad. This was, without a doubt, the worst game I've ever seen Dak Prescott play. 14 for 37, a buck 28, 3.5 yards. 3.5 yards per attempt is unreal. Unreal. Um, one touchdown and another interception that went back for a touchdown where he said, ah, I was going to give you the pick six, but here, have it. Stand, you know, He threw it to, uh, I think it was uh, Kendall Fuller for another pick six. The, the offense yesterday was what I feared would happen if your quarterback had a bad day at the office. It's so weird because in pregame, me and Jesse were saying, what happens if your quarterback's not Superman, but he's Clark Kent? What happens? You're going to need other aspects of your team to elevate. And every aspect of yesterday was God-awful. So when all of those suck, and then your quarterback sucks, you're going to have a performance like this. And no other team, no other playoff team did this. Going into the Now, did they fight? Yeah, other teams had some fights. But no other team just laid down like the Cowboys did. And it really didn't make any sense to me, Cowboys Nation, as we are live here at Supreme Lending. This is what didn't make sense to me. The game plan was awful. It, was, it looked like a preseason game plan. And a lot of people were saying, well, are they saving this 
for the playoffs. Once again, I'm not going down that road. This is who they are in regards to that. Here's why I don't think they were saving anything. Well, why would you keep the starters into the fourth quarter? If if, if they were just like, hey, we're going to punt on this game, why would you play them to the fourth? They clearly understood the assignment that, hey, when I say understood assignment, that they came out play bad and said, no, we need to get them some quality reps. Well, if you're going to get them quality reps, give them the plays that they can, you know, get some momentum with. I'm not buying that they're saving something for the playoffs. What I'm buying is that they got their asses kicked. What I'm buying is that they they played everyone, every unit, I should say, played terrible. I'm not buying that they're holding out hope or holding out any plays or holding out uh, any game plans. They could have literally just done the same game plans that were working prior, the bag that they've been having. You think Tampa is going to say, oh, you know what, man? Maybe they'll bring out that... That double, they're not scared of a double reverse trick play. You don't got to do trick plays. But you could have done the things that that worked for you, that worked well for this offense. You did no pre-snap motion. You never moved C.D. Lamb around. You, 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 didn't do, you didn't try to attack the edges enough, in my opinion. I don't know how many times I got to say this. Your offensive line is not 2016 anymore. You're just not going to line up and just bully dudes. So you got to be a little bit more creative. None of that happened. More first and second down runs, and Dak, please save us. And Dak could not turn into Superman yesterday. He was Clark Kent for four quarters. All four of them. And that's what's going to happen, in my opinion, when you run up against a quality defense and you don't have any bag to go to. Next week, they play a team whose linebacker literally came out and said, we knew what they were going to do. We knew what they were going to do. I look at this game plan over the last probably three weeks or so. Um, every game really for the last five games except maybe the Jaguars. Because there was some instances in the Jaguars game where you saw them doing all these things. Aside from that game, the Cowboys' plan of attack has been bad. And they've been bailed out by the third down success that Dak has been Throwing them in. What happens when you're off on that? The Cowboys were three for... Let me find them. Let me make sure. Four. Sorry. Four for 18 on third downs. 11. I'm sorry. 10. Nope. 11. Three and outs. Boy, when it's bad, it's bad. When it's bad, it's bad. That game yesterday literally took any confidence I had. And I just dropped a video and said, well, what, what are some things that, that the Cowboys can go into the playoffs and, 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 and could be reasons why they could advance or win a playoff game or whatever, right? Using Tony Pollard. Well, <laughs> they didn't use Tony Pollard yesterday. Tony Pollard had, uh, what was it, seven touches yesterday, Cowboys Nation. Seven touches. No receptions. So seven carries. I say this often. When, you're, when your offense is playing the way they were playing, the easiest way to get something going is to give it to your guy with the juice. Tony Pollard has the juice. Seven touches. That didn't happen yesterday. Uh, I said they're battle-tested. They're fighting and winning these fights. Man, they didn't come out here and fight. They didn't come out here and fight. And I said penalties. Yeah, it's six penalties, 74 yards and penalties. 
Everything I said on Friday's video of, hey, these are the reasons why they could do, they could win a playoff game. They absolutely crapped the bed in. Crapped the bed. So if you're one of the fans that says if they play like this, they're going to lose, you're you're not, you're, listen, this is your day. You're not being a negative Nancy. That's just facts. They can't play like this and win. They can't beat a high school team like this, let alone a 7-8-1 and one team. Let alone win a playoff game on the road for the first time since 92. Let alone beat Tom Brady on the road. A, t- a quarterback he ha- that hasn't lost to the Cowboys ever. So sorry, my confidence is shot. But how am I supposed to take anything positive from that performance? Tell me what I'm supposed to take away from that performance and be positive about Cowboys Nation. Let's get to the phone lines. First up, we got B-Bird on the horn in the pulse of the nation phone lines presented by the Cochran firm hey if you're on these roads here I'm looking at the the traffic going through Dallas right now and you get into any accidents or you get any fender benders hit up my guys Larry and Brian down at the Cochran firm at 1-800-FIRM or visit them at CochranTexas.com because Cochran cares hey uh B Bird talk me off the ledge here man hey what's going on can you hear me good Scott I got you loud and clear okay Hey, man, so how you doing today, man? I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed with this football team. But other than that, life's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, one thing I want to – you can title this under guys making money while they're hurt or uh, the fans appreciate them now. Anthony Brown and uh, Terrence Steele, man. They're doing probably more – showing more of their value by not being there than being there. Um, you know, I tell my son because he was a big, you know, oh, A, B, this, A, B, that. I said, man, that guy, you know, he's not playing as good as he did last year. That guy had some value, man. And we've seen how hard it is to replace him. We've been rolling in guys every week. And we see what we're getting. And we kind of wish we had A.B. back, to be totally honest with you. Yeah, it, it was um, my – I hated the, the thought of people saying get rid of it. That that was never – that should have never been the thought. The thought should have been let's try him in the slot maybe and put somebody else on the outside. There was nothing wrong with trying to get better at the position. But when you lose him altogether, you have nothing to fall back on. That becomes the problem. I think I think we we also balance some attrition, man. It happens so so small, like hurt uh, injury here, injury there. But when you lose Phil, Biotis, you have to move your whole offensive line around. No continuity there, uh, and you're losing a talent. LBE, Hankins, J. Lou. I mean, I think what we are now, man. The the, the sad part about it is not just like, hey, we just need to get it in gear. Sometimes we just don't have the guys to go in there and play like we did in the middle of the year. I think we balance uh, Tristan right now, man, and, and the guys are supposed to come in and replace him. They're just not, you know, playing up to par right now. What do you think about that? No, listen, there's no doubt about it that, that you're, when you lose a lot of your depth and a lot of your top guys, starters or whatever, it's going to be a challenge. That's why I said the, the result to me is not the issue. The, the, the fact that they didn't fight. Because you go look around the league at some of these other... The Niners don't have Debo. The Niners are down to their third quarterback. The Eagles lost their left tackle, right? Like, or their right tackle. Their quarterback is playing on a bum shoulder. Um, the, 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 the Minnesota Vikings didn't have anything to play for. Guys are in and out of that lineup as well. But they all went out there and they fought. The Cowboys played their starters against a, bu- a bunch of backups and a third-string quarterback and showed no fight. That's what bothers me. But what you're saying about them, you know, losing starters and losing depth, yeah, it's going to be a struggle. But 
every team is losing guys, and they still came out and fight. The, the Cowboys were still fighting without their guys, and they didn't do that yesterday without their guys. So one of the things, Scott, I've always told you, I'm more of a, a cultural structure guy of the organization. I think if you get those things straight, yep. everything else will fall in line. The Cowboys, to me, are just mentally uh, they, they, they fragile, man. I think when things start going bad, they just go all the way bad. We have no one. We don't have a coach. No, do we have a player that can say, hold on, let's get this team together. And I just see that happen so many times. So then we go to the playoffs. Do I feel like we could be Tampa? Yeah, and we come into play. But we don't know what kind of team we're going to have that's going to come in and play. Absolutely. And so right. what, I, what I mean is, the, the thing is, is that I'm always concerned about the psyche. How does Dak feel? How does, does, does he feel like he's, you know, had a game plan to win? And if he's feeling good, it, it reverberates throughout the team. If he, if he has those eyes, when his eyes are wide open, uh, that gives me fear because why? You got like a deer in the head, like look, and I, and I just don't don't and like nothing, it. And one of the things I can tell you, oh, go ahead, go ahead. no, no, because I, I wanted you to stay there real quick. When you say it goes bad, it goes all the way bad. One one thing I've been noticing, and you talk about that look, th- and you said the coaching. I didn't see anything to pull the Cowboys' offense out of that funk. Like anything simple. Hey, let's just get a quick. Remember how I said for weeks this team not being able to execute a screen is going to be an issue for them because if you look around the league, when teams get in trouble offensively, they say, all right, pass rush is coming, we can't block it up, let's just get a quick screen. Something quick, boom, and it'll bust for 30 yards, and now you're getting some momentum. They can't can't run a screen, B-Bird. They can't run a screen. Something simple, an easy outlet. They didn't have that yesterday. One thing I told you after the 49 game is that, uh, and this going back to the 90s, Jimmy, you would give those guys confidence about the game plan and they go in, they feel pretty good about it. I think Dak doesn't feel confident. I said this last year at the 49ers yep. about the game plan after the first time a couple of things go wrong, and then we have no answer to it, and he's like, I, I'm getting no help from the sideline. And then he starts, I'm to figure this out. And then, I he starts yes. then he starts pressing. And you, and you, and you heard yeah. him, actually, I'm surprised he said what he said in the postgame, but he, he basically admitted to pressing. He's like, yeah, man, I'm trying to make something happen because I'm trying to get us going and yada, yada, yada. That should be a that should be the, a red flag to the coaching staff. Like, oh my god, I, I literally am not doing anything to help out my guys to the point where now my quarterback is out there trying to make everything happen on his own. Let me step back and let him get in the rhythm with easy little plays here and there, or what have you, and get this offense back going. But again, if he if he's not Superman on that day, and if he can't overcome X, Y, and Z, and he plays bad, it's a wrap. And that's what happened yesterday. It's a wrap. Well, one thing, I, this is my last thing, going down playing Tom Brady, who is 7-0 against us, uh, I don't care what the point spread is, we're going to feel like underdogs. If we come out that game and win, I'm going to tell you, man, the confidence, because we're so fragile, the confidence that we've gained from that to catapult us all the way to our, probably places we haven't been in a while. But if we lose, then I think that's gonna, they're going to make some changes in the coaching staff. Oh, but what sure. I'm trying to say is I – I love going to Tampa because, hey, it's a lot of benefit if you win, and it's a lot of benefit if you lose. So I just I love going there and seeing and putting it all on the field, seeing how it plays out, man. Hopefully that goes out there and play like he has 90% of the time. Hopefully the coaching staff gives him some confidence and he gained confidence in this game. And this could be one of those ones that's lucky off your back games, man, and going forward. I'm going to let you go on with your show, man. I just want to call and tell you those two things. Appreciate you, B-Bird. Yeah, All right, bro. I'm I'm with him on on there. There may be changes. Uh, let me. There, we go. there may be changes uh, if that happens. And that was a question I was being posed after the way they 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 performed yesterday. 
uh, is the seat back to being a little bit warm for Mike McCarthy? In my car, I got these seat when we press the button. There's three little levels, right? The third level is real hot. You can really feel that thing. The second level is hot. The first level, a little lukewarm. I think the, the seat might be at level one for Mike Mike McCarthy after that loss uh, yesterday because of, again, not the result, but the process to the result, the way they got there, the lack of the fight when when other teams, Dan Campbell, we call them the fighting Lions, Dan Campbell, y'all. Shout out to the Lions who knocked out Aaron Rodgers, by the way. They had nothing to play for. Nothing. And they won out there, and they fought. They laid the punches. They laid. They didn't lay an egg. They threw the TKO punch against the uh, 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 the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Uh, let's get the Nick. Let me get you in there. Hi, good morning, bro. Here we go. What's good, Nick? Nick, not you, Nick. Hey, <laughs> the other day. I got you, bro. Appreciate. It. Hey, man. We 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 damn like I'm I'm disgusted as you are, man. I actually went to the first uh, game of the season, and uh, it felt just like. Oh, it was worse. I think no, I think this one was worse. Yeah, yeah exactly. I just felt like I went there to go see Tom Brady. Like I'm going to see a goat, and there was nothing, man. The good, only the good thing that came out of it was just drinking a few brews with my with my dad and stuff. But um, I mean, it, we're, we're always stuck in this predicament, right? Right in this moment, it's like we want to win, but then we keep all the coaching staff, right? And Jerry gets all high headed, and then we, we if we lose, then we got hopes of maybe I don't know a new coaching staff or something has to give. Um, because uh, you know we're just not doing doing what we need to do, and it's just embarrassing. It, it feels like we just can't make it happen at all. Like we have all the team, we have all the money in the world to do it. Um, it's just frustrating, man. I don't know how how, how do you how do you how do you feel about um, you know the, the coaching if, if we do lose in Tampa, like uh, it's just embarrassing. And then first round exit. What do you think is going to happen with the coaching? You have to make some type of change. I don't, I don't, I don't know if it'll be McCarthy or not, but it, I w- that wouldn't be off the table for me. And and I appreciate what McCarthy has tried to do here, given that, with the understanding that when you're here, unless you come in here and you completely disregard everything that Jones is saying, you do things your way, you are going to be restricted in a way. So, given what McCarthy has had to deal with, I, I'm not upset with what McCarthy has done, but that's on the table. But without a shadow of a doubt, there's just no way. And I said this weeks ago, I don't care about the numbers because I, I look at kind of the, the process, right, uh, of Kellen Moore, Dak Prescott. Relate, that relationship has hit its peak. So if they go one and done, yeah. at the very least, that has to go by the wayside. It has to because we know this offense can be high-flying, number one, and yada, yada, yada. What we need to see from it is better, be better in situations, right? Be better in the play. If they lose, mm-hmm. it probably means the playoffs – that the offense wasn't that great, right? That's probably what's going to happen. Because at this point, yeah. I'm not counting on this defense to, to be the defense of the first six weeks. It's kind of the inverse, right? Last mm-hmm. year, the first six weeks, the offense was phenomenal. Defense was figuring itself out, and the defense got it together. This year, the offense was struggling a bit in the first half. Now the second half, the offense is better, sands this game, and, and now your defense is not. We can't, and, and shout out to 105 to the fan for, for using what me and, and Vox often say about the team. You know, we can't have peanut butter and jelly, peanut butter and jam at the same damn time with this team. We just can't have it. Yeah. So, yeah, if if they go one and done, somebody's head has to roll. If it's not both Kellen Moore yeah. and Mike McCarthy, then damn it, it has to at least be Kellen Moore. These guys have hit the peak. They, they, they don't have a coach-player relationship. It's more of a peer-to-peer. It's more of a, I'm not going to say buddy-to-buddy, um, but because Dak is professional. But there was 
Kevin yeah. Moore is not coaching Dak Prescott. It's just not. No. It's not happening. I'm. 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 I'm I, I, I've asked that question to a certain person. That has not happened. So I think that has to go. And they need to bring somebody in here that yeah. can, can revamp this whole thing. And defensively, well, you just you got to hope you can survive with, with the guys you're throwing out there and, and Dan Quinn. I don't have a problem with Dan Quinn. Um, he's, he's trying his best, you know, as he can. But, you know, I, I think Dan Quinn, given what he's been dealing with for the last two years, has done more, in my opinion, than, than what Kellen has. I think Kellen is being saved by the quarterback. And when the quarterback is not on top of his game, well, this is what happens. Yeah, exactly right. And 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 just like the last caller saw, as soon as we we see Dak, you know, look down with that dumbfounded look in his face, like what happened, like that just it, it, yeah. How it, often, it turns me off. So yeah, how bad, often dude. do you see him go over Kellen Moore's and you know talking to Dak and, and you know yeah. prepping pepping him up or saying hey, I don't know. I mean, I'm not on the sidelines, but what it seems like every time they go to that shot, yeah. it's just Dak by himself. Go go and go yeah, and look Dak at Kansas City. Go look at Kansas City, the best quarterback in the National Football League. You constantly. See Eric Bieniemy and Andy Reid talking to him, figuring things out all through the game, and that's not new to Andy Reid. He's been doing that with all the quarterbacks he's had. But I digress. Yeah, yeah, no, no. He has to do that. Dak has to get upset at somebody. Someone's not doing their assignment, but there has to be leadership and say, "Hey, you can't do that again, Noel Brown. You can't do that again, uh, uh, Ty Hill." And you can't. He just doesn't do that. Is I, I can't imagine everything's on 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 Dak when you know miscues and stuff like that. They have to come together, and it's a um, that's what he's, he's lacking in, he's in the, his leadership. Well, is, hey, go get them. You're not going to lose your job. You're not going to lose commodity in, in the locker room. Go tell them what they need to know. You know what I mean? Straight up, it's it's the last it's the last play uh, last game of the season, pretty much. And um, everybody's lives are on the line. We're on this field. Someone almost died this week because they're on this field. Let's do what we can to get home and win. But yeah, but that, that's all I had, man. I uh, appreciate uh uh, your, your 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 show all all this whole season, man, and I Thanks, pray man. blessings over you, bro. You're doing a great job, you and Vach, and and uh, I think we have we have the best uh, podcasting uh, group. Uh, no, no shade at law and all them, but I mean you guys are, oh, are rocking it, man. I just pray blessings upon you, man. P- appreciate you, Nick. Shout out to Law too, man. Law law, right. law, law killing it as well as always. He's one of the yeah. original OGs. Yeah. <laughs> I just muted Nick. Y'all didn't hear him, but he said James Hardy. Uh, pre- appreciate you, Nick. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, I, I listen. I just think this 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 duo has hit its peak. I, this ain't new. That for those who may have just jumped in here and said, "Well, Scott, you're just saying that because of the back end." No, 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 no. This 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 ain't nothing new here. For those that have been here, know know how I feel about this situation. Um, and and now, not even now, but I think what you're seeing is he's got to be good enough to overcome that. We don't know if that's the case. About to find out in the playoffs. Um. And there may be three dudes in the last decade that I think can continue to elevate a Noah Brown, a hobbled uh, Michael Gallup, right? I don't think Dak is one of them. <laughs> I just don't think he's that that type of quarterback, which there ain't. there's only a handful of those dudes. I don't think he's one of them. But at some point, they got to go back to this drawing board and say, okay, let's get back to doing what was work. Like, what happened to the 13 personnel movement things? What what happened to, to, to the motions? What happened to the pre-snap different or post-snap uh, action? Like, that stuff is gone, and, and it sucks right now because I feel like I'm repeating myself from last year. This was not what I wanted to be talking about going into the playoffs because it sounds like deja vu. I guarantee you, what's today's date? January 9th. 
I don't know when the first playoff game was last year. Somewhere around here. Go listen to the Cardinals game, uh, post-game show or the morning after show, whatever. I'm pretty sure I was saying the same damn thing. Hey, we can't get the run game going. Hey, they can't block up front. Hey, we looking very hella vanilla-ish with our, with our, uh, our um, run scheme and whatnot. And, hey, Dak can't overcome all this stuff. He's just, he, he just, that's not in him right now. And that was last year because it was, it was going on for a month. This year, he was overcoming it. He was overcoming it for this entire month until sun, yeah, Sunday where it was only a matter of time. Your quarterback, we, we set it up in pregame. We teed it up. We threw the alley. And what happens if Dak has a bad game? This is what happens. Now, you hope that this is out the system. This is gone. You get into the playoffs, and all the stank is gone, and now we get back to doing the things that are, are, are working, getting back to the fundamentals of the, of the Cowboys' offense that are working. But the problem is you just don't know with this team. I said it before, I'd rather lose knowing who we are than having to guess every single week, man. What, what are we getting? <laughs> what are we getting? And I just don't know. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and lock these things up. Got about a good seven callers left here. Let's get Sam in the building. Sam Rowe, a.k.a. a whole bunch of different names he got going on here on uh, on uh, YouTube. What's up, Sam? Hey, what's going on? Not much, brother. How you doing? Good, good. So, yeah, I just wanted to uh, – oh, give me – sorry about that. Uh, yeah, just give me one second. All right. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, yeah, no, it's ridiculous, dog. I don't understand. It's the same. Like I totally, a hundred. You are. Uh, I really appreciate. You know. I, you know. We, you know. I joke, you joke around with me. I joke around with you guys. Whatever have you. But like, I really appreciate your analysis. I think you bring a very good, like, um, very good uh, insights into things. And it's just like there's just certain things that just keep going on and on. I'm just getting tired of it. Like the friggin', you know, like not getting up for games. They act like they, yeah. you know, they're they're the '94 Cowboys rather than like the, you know. 2022 Cowboys, like it's like and it's, it keeps happening over and over and over and over, yeah. and then like I don't understand, Kellen. Like, why is Noah Brown being featured? Like, he is not that guy. You got other weapons on your team. You get him paid millions of dollars, and you can't figure out a way to get the ball to Pollard and Faith or Lamb or Pollard, Schultz seven, or even Ferguson. Seven touches, brother. Um, that's just go ahead and like. And like I like Dak, but I feel like some of this gotta go on him. Oh, like in terms of like getting this the is team worst up. game of his career, one hundred percent. It's like I feel like Mike, like it's gotta get they gotta get the team up. Like Turpin dropping puns, oh, uh, I didn't anger dropping that. puns. Oh, yeah, let me write that down because that must go ahead. Yeah, like I don't know about Turpin. Like he, I mean he, like he's like the perfect. He's like if you look in the dictionary next to like. You know, first impressions matter. <laughs> like he won that because, like, you know, those first two punts. I think he got to the Pro Bowl punts. off of the preseason. <laughs> I swear, yeah. I think he got to the Pro I mean, Bowl. I, pre- was, I mean, his his he's like the only. I think what someone I heard is that like he's the only returner that's both a kick returner and a punt returner, and is in the top three for both. So I, I'll give him. I'll give him that. He was he good. He was pretty solid for like seven games. And then yeah, he just like it's like his it's like it got to his head too. I don't know if he's tired, 
because, like, you know, he has played two seasons, so you got to give him – he played USFL season, and then he played, you know, this season. So maybe you give him a break for that. I don't know. But, like, on net, this team just got to get – got to get better because we can't continue like doing this thing. You got the Eagles celebrating. Not that they, I really don't even care about them too much this weekend, but it's just like they out there acting like they won Super Bowl just because they beat the Giants with their backup, with their third-string quarterback, which is kind of like their MO. They celebrated when they beat Cooper Rush like they had want beat, you know, literally had the first lady in Meek Mill out uh, there. Uh, Sam, so, we ain't got no room. Not a single room to be talking about what the Eagles is doing. They could celebrate beating me at quarterback for all we care. The Cowboys losing 26-6 to to, thir- to a third-string rookie. They, we have no room, right, as fans to, to really criticize with, with how they want to celebrate, in my opinion. Fair enough. That's what I'm – yeah. I, I'll leave with this. I, the only redeeming thing – like, I'm not big on the whole pattern thing. People saying two and four, two and four. But they do seem to respond – like, right, right. Like they need like, huh? No, I'm saying you're right. That that is the silver lining, right? Like they they have responded well to losses. Yeah, I mean Brady's gonna be tough because like, I think he's like, you know, they they joke about old man strength and like I don't know. I feel like he's been like saving up. Plus he has you know all that drama, but now you know he got his divorce. He got a new girlfriend. I don't know <laughs> if it's gonna be you know as sweet as it was before. So oh, we'll yeah. see. But uh, yeah, seriously, <laughs> that stuff matters, man. Um, but uh, I'll, you know, great show, great show yesterday. Um, big ups to you and um, you and Mo and um, everyone. Like and subscribe. I'll see you later. Appreciate you, man. I usually I, I ask my lady about that. What's going on? Because I, I don't, I don't know about these dudes' personal lives like that. I guess he got a new girlfriend. Well, can't say what I want to say. But good for him. Uh, let's get to 704. Not sure what this one is. 704, what it is. Uh, what it do? What's up, brother? I ain't called in in a while, but I, uh, I have to bring some things to the Cowboys' attention. Uh, when my, when our quarterback, Mr. Prescott, gets under pressure or these pressures, he always seems to throw it to the least talented receiver. If we go back to the last year's playoffs, when uh, I think we, we stopped him for a field goal, but he threw that interception going to uh, – Number one, I can't remember his name. He don't play said, no more. Said Wilson. But, uh, said, yeah, I believe that he always – he has this knack to do that. And, and I'm, I mean, I know everybody's going to uh, not like this opinion for me, but I believe, man, the Raiders moved off of Derek Carr. They're going to try to move off of Derek Carr. And I'm not saying that we got to move off of Dak, but I just – I mean, I'm a diehard Cowboy brother. Yeah, that ain't and I just don't – I know it ain't gonna happen. I know you're saying know you God want it to happen, or, or you're saying you think it's going to happen. No, I don't. Which one? I mean, I'm thinking that it could happen. I don't want oh, it yeah, to happen. happen. I want Dak to play. I want Dak to play up to. I mean, I think he got to run the ball. I called in the West Coast show last night and told me the same thing. Well, he got to run the ball and be Dak and stop trying to be a pocket passer, man. Which he could do that, but I think he's more. He's that, way better if he that, runs that's, outside the pocket. That's the scheme. I mean, you can see the complete yeah. difference from from when Scott was calling the plays hey, to when Kellen was calling the plays. Kellen is a is a we know what Kellen is, right? Kellen likes to throw the rock, and he he wants to make yeah. Dak Prescott and, and and look, Dak can throw the rock, right? But you also took away yeah. one of the the facets of his game that I think made him a difficult quarterback to deal with, man, and that's his legs. Yeah, I thought it was because he was injured, Scott. Nah, but no. it, I mean, because he got injured and he didn't want to. Maybe do last that, year, I yeah, think. maybe and last I, year. And, and, 
Yeah, but Scott, then another thing I say, I like my boy. I like, I mean, I really don't want to blame it on Kelly and them because I believe uh, they chose Kelly. I mean, even even Dak, I ain't going to say Dak had to agree with it because, you know, Jay, at the end of the day, is what he said mm. and the Cowboys own it. Say. But I believe that they like that because they don't have nobody. The reason why I believe, believe they got rid of Dez is because that's somebody who would challenge you. Anybody that would challenge anybody in that locker room, they're too friendly. They don't like this. They can't say the wrong thing to each other. That's and, and, and without stepping on each other's toes. And you know what I'm saying? That, that's what I really feel like. Like if, if Zeke and uh, that, they're never going to get mad enough, even though you can still be friends. If you play sports, you know, Scott, like even though we be friends, we can fall out during the game and still be friends. You know what I'm saying? I don't think our Cowboys do that at all. I might, sure. J-Ron might be the only one. I think J-Ron Curse might be the only one to tell him, man, hey, bro, you got to step your stuff up. But on I offense, can, I can it tell ain't you, one guy. That ain't the case on defense. Yeah, yeah. Now I, I believe there's, even with there's, TV, there's some, there's fun. some, there's some, uh, there's hey. some heat on the defensive side with the, within each other. That that's so they they hey, they God, definitely I call believe, each other out. I believe that CD a little too nice. That's why we like this. The reason why I think I think CD is talented, the most one of the most talented receivers in the league. But it's that nice factor of like. Uh, Dak, don't just throw it to me when you get ready. Tell him more, throw it to me. You know, if you throw it to me three times a game, I'm cool. Dad's going to go to the sideline and cuss you out. Bro, why you ain't throwing me the rock? What's going on? And that's why they got rid of Dad, because Dak couldn't take that pressure. I don't think that's why they got rid of Dad's, because Dak couldn't take that pressure. I think they got rid of Dez because he was calling out the coaches. <laughs> he called oh, out Scott oh, Littlehead and oh. Jason Garrett. Dak, Dak Prescott, I mean, listen, man, he's going to go out there and play the game of football. But the coaches, when they feel yeah. threatened like that, yeah, they, they got rid of them. Same thing with, with Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper called out the coaches, and what happened after the season was over? It wasn't like Amari Cooper called out Dak Prescott and he didn't get the rock. Amari Cooper had six receptions for 60-something yards in the touchdown in the playoffs. He was the only thing that, that was working in the playoffs. But when you mentioned that you're not getting okay. the game <laughs> plan for, oh, you want to call me out? You're gone. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, hey, Scott, I got a question there. How do we expect our Cowboys to win? If we see this right here, then how do we watch every year? And it's sad because I'm stuck. I'm like a, I'm like I'm, it's on, I'm on drugs because it makes, it dictates my week because I love, I love my Cowboys. But then again, I have, you can't even call out the coaches because, uh huh. Oh, uh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You, well, well, you don't want to call out the coaches publicly. That, that's not really the way to go about it. And the way, the way that Mari did it was the most professional way possible, bro. And that's what's so crazy. Like you got rid of yeah. him, and you can call it vaccination, you can call everyone. But I think he got you got rid of him maybe because of the vax part of it. But the other part was because he started to express his frustrations in the most professional way as possible. And and now he's having a pretty yeah. good year over there. In 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 what's the name? And you could use him here. Um, I, I just I just think you have a, a, a I don't want to use the word inept because he's not dumb. But you have a coordinator that is stubborn. You have a coordinator that's going to try to fit round pegs into square. Was it round? Yeah, pegs in the square holes. Yeah, yeah. I got and you. and when somebody yeah. tries to say, "Hey, man, you you maybe we should do this," they're choosing Kellen over that person. I don't think they'll choose Kellen over Dak, but I think they're choosing Kellen over that person. I know for a fact that they chose Kellen over John Kitna, and that's where this whole thing started, in my opinion, because I think Kitna and, and Dak I, had a player coach relationship. That's why I, I say I, I don't. I, like I don't think that. Dak. Hold on, I don't think Dak cares about <laughs> being coached or being. You know, that type of thing, because he was. Oh, no. Kitna was giving him, giving him business. Hey, hey. Hey, I, hey, I like that you said that, Scott, because I want somebody that can challenge you. Right. Like, not that can, that, that, no, that that can like, coach like you. <laughs> yeah. 
talent. I, I don't even feel like Kellen Moore can even speak. Dak be like, man, you trash. That's what I said. Like, what hey, what is Kellen going to say to Dak, bro? <laughs> nah, even, hey, hey, and I'm going to tell you what I hate about my quarterback the most is that glassy eye look with his mouth open. I can't – if I I'm gonna tell, I just wish I could tell Dak, hey, bro, if we throw interceptions, cool, bro. Just don't make that look. Like, I know you made a bad play. That, and I, is I it turning into the Eli? I, I feel like I remember the yeah, Eli yeah, face. Facts, but I'm sick of that. That long face Eli be doing like that. We we believe in you, Dak. We just want you to be Dak, and with, I mean, if, if we you want you to be perfect, bro. <laughs> like let's be honest. He he's got to be perfect. If, if yep. damn near, if we're, the Cowboys are going to go to the Super Bowl, like that's what has to happen. Dak. I'm sorry, this team I don't think yeah, is 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 from top to bottom playing at a high enough level for the quarterback not to be playing at an elite level all the time. And if he doesn't do it, the Cowboys aren't winning the Super Bowl. That's just that's just facts, man. Hey, and, it's not fair, hey, Scott, but is it is what thing. it is, bro. Go ahead. Last one. Hey, hey, this is my last thing, Scott. What do you think about the offensive line? Should we oh, well, should we move right tackle? I mean, uh, what's the name back to Smith back to right tackle? Because I feel like what's the name can't play guard. I don't even know. It's it's crazy. Like and then they talk about they can't run the ball. Your offensive line trash. It, but, but, but yeah, look, the offensive line is not great. But again, I've watched <laughs> I've watched teams around the league have very average offensive lines to still be able to run the rock because of how they are scheming it up. So you got to figure it out. The offensive line is what it is. It hasn't been a great offensive line all year anyway. But when they had Terrence Steele, they could at least run black at run block at a high level. So. No Terrence Steele, you're seeing the issues, yeah, and you're not seeing them really combat that. Yeah, hey, hey, hey Scott, this, this is my last thing for sure. Hey, the Bengals, I, I just tell them, look at the Bengals. I mean, come on, bro. And appreciate you, Scott, bro, for taking my call, Oh, of bro. course, man. I'll listen to you, so, Yes, sir. Um, thank you, brother. Be blessed. Thank you. Thanks, man. Yeah, you got uh, Zach Taylor over there. Y'all know the tree I like. Uh, anybody from the Shanahan tree, bring them in here to me. I, I, I feel like I look around the league, and all those dudes somehow, some way. They aren't. They don't have these stout, crazy offensive lines. Now, now they might have physical offensive lines, but they ain't got Travis Frederick and Zach Martin and Tyron St- Ty- Tyron Smith and uh, yeah, Elio Collins when he was playing high level. They don't got that, and they still are able to do certain things. Now they they may have, have may have one of those dudes or maybe two of those dudes, but uh, man, look, Shanahan's the McVeighs of the world. Uh, and I'm talking about this year, but last year, um, Zach Taylor. Um, Hell, I would even do the Andy Reid offenses because they he he for for decades, right? Even with he's turned like Cobbs into second round picks, and, and, and he revitalized Michael Vick and and things like that. Made Donovan McNabb, who look I respect Donovan McNabb, but I think he helped make Donovan McNabb. Um, and then we go over there, he revitalizes Alex Smith. Like he is a quarterback whisperer and offensive whisperer. Give me somebody from that ilk that that knows how to. Continue to have a high-level offense even when they're dealing with certain things. And a lot, and, and making things easier. That's the main thing. Make things easier for your guy, not the other way around. All right, we got two more. Six, seven, eight. What it is. Keep going. Let me do this. What it do? Hey, what's going on, Scott, man? It's Terrence. Yeah, pretty much, man. I'm pretty much I'm on the same, same boat as y'all, man. Y'all pretty much say a lot of things, man. Uh, shoot, pretty much, man. What was my last time? Last time calling you, man, was last year. That uh, after that 49ers damn playoff game, oh. man, I was yeah, I was, I was. This is how exactly how I felt. I was like, I said, I'm done with Keller Moore. I'm done. I, and Bro, I, I was I done too. Said, just like, man, 
Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. I remember that talk we that talk we had, and it was just like I remember you said that man. You just like it was gonna be very hard for you to just like move forward for the next season while this man's still here. And I just agree with you, and and I, I just throughout this whole season, it's just I still didn't have too much confidence in him. I got confidence in Mike McCarthy and Dan Quinn get things out the way, but it's just that him. It's just he's just another he's another Jason Garrett slash. Scott Linehan clone, and it's just man, it's just, and, it's, just and it's the same thing. Let me let me say this because because people are going to say, well, that's Jerry, right? If you watched the show mm-hmm. last year, you know what I'm about to say. Okay, if I'm Kellen mm-hmm. Moore and and I'm getting the word from up top to say we got to do it this way, fire me then. That's exactly what I and, and, and I'm gonna keep yep. saying it. Yep. Because this that makes no sense to me. Well, Jerry is telling me I got to – why didn't Jerry fire me? Because this is what's actually working. And if you don't like us winning this way, then fire me. If y'all think I am yeah. what I am, I'll go get a job. For those who put the cape on for the coordinator, if you think he's that dude, then he'll go get a job no problem, right? And he'll turn uh, Justin Fields into a pro bowler. He'll turn, um, uh, you know, whoever the Cardinals' current quarterback is into a pro bowler, right? Like, let him go do that then if y'all think he is what he is. I don't think he's that's got cojones. Did I say that right? And that's why And that's what I wish that McCarthy would have done that, but I know he couldn't have done that because he looked it funny when he when he came in and hired Nolan. So that's why they had too much confidence in him at that time to go ahead and bring to find him another O C. So well, that was a the, the, yeah. the, Jerry picked Kellen to stay on, on board. But right, but but what right. I'm saying is I there's there's a, there's the theory that well, Kellen is being held back from Jerry Jones. And, 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 okay, that may be the case, but then I need my offensive coordinator to have some, some cojones and say, screw your awful way of doing things. That does not work. I'm going to do it my way. Plain and simple. But, but that's a whole other conversation right. for a different, different day. Yeah. But one, one more point because I don't want to hold this up either. I had already looked at the list as well for, like, looking for the offensive coordinators uh, for um, – you know, that's look that's looking for to get an office coordinator job. Like you said, Akash Shanahan, uh any of his you know, his coaching tree, like one of them, his name is uh Bobby Slowick, something like that, a passing game coordinator. He's gonna be looking for an office coordinator job. So I closed up you know right, hey Can he can he do it now yeah, so, so we can get it in? Yeah. Go ahead. So uh, yeah, I I was saying like I was saying get that guy from uh from the uh Shanahan tree uh, Bobby Slowick, uh, the passing game coordinator from one of the 49ers. Like, that's another guy, too, as well, another good option that we can go ahead and go for next season. If, it's, if it be a one-and-done, if it be a one-and-done, man, yeah, it's definitely going to have you – know, Somebody's head's got I appreciate roll, everything with man. McCarthy. I appreciate Mark McCarthy, what he done everything, but it's going to have to be a Sean Payton. Only thing, that's on that's my only option. Sean Payton and get it and get a coach from, uh, from the 49ers. That's all I got, man. All right, brother. Because I don't, I don't have too much confidence. I don't have too much confidence in this team to move forward like that right now. I mean, they pretty much zapped it all, man. They, they really did. And the thing is, I didn't go into this last game looking to gain more confidence. I just wanted to go into this game, come out healthy, you know, get some series in, maybe some quarters in where they're playing well. And, and then, like you said, and put, a, be put that. a fight. Put a fight. Put up a fight, right. And, and that be a that. Fight. Whether you win or lose, you fight. just fight. And do and do some some good things to go into. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking for you to give me more confidence. I think they I knew who you are. Being Washington 50 mm-hmm. to 26 was not going to show me anything, right? But the fact that you played mm-hmm. the way you played, 
And let me go open this back up. The, the fact that you played unlocked. the way you played and, and, and against a third-string quarterback and a bunch of backups, that was worse. That, 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 that was the worst thing possible. And I don't know how Terrible. I can just ignore it and go into the playoffs like, oh, yeah, my, check, my chest is poked out. Everything is gravy. Nah, man. They, they, they absolutely destroyed my confidence, and maybe I'll get it back here in a few seconds. And I knew that was going to happen. Uh, nope. Nope, 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 nope. We're not. And it's a four. And it's a four nines. And it's a four nines go no, go fat, no, go no, far no, again with the fifth yeah, round with the fifth round rookie quarterback. Oh That's crazy. The conference has been locked. Say again. If the four nines go far with that fifth round rookie quarterback, they got it. They got to look at themselves like, oh my gosh. I, yeah. Okay. All right. Y'all have a good day. All right. Uh, I'll call back next time. All right, brother. Appreciate you. I got it. Mm-hmm. Well, 49ers got a. Hell of a goddamn squad. There we go. And Brock Purdy playing some good ball. Uh, right now we're about to be joined by Mark from Supreme Lending. Is let me get let me get Mark up here. Mark, are are you a cowboy? Oh, there we go. Mark, are you a cowboy fan? Out of curiosity. I mean, I, I it's been said that I bleed blue. Okay. All right. I had to ask that question first before I set myself up. And, and you know, get trolled on here. But how 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 are we feeling today, Mark? After that embarrassing loss, I tell you what, if I bleed blue, I almost bled out yesterday. <laughs> uh, I hope it was from an accident and not you know something that you know. And now I'm, I'm a diehard cowboy fan, man. Right. My wife sat there and looked at me, and I was miserable. And I'm looking at the TV, and I'm you know I'm like every other cowboy fan. Yesterday, I'm cussing and throwing my hat at the TV, and she asked me why don't I just change the channel. I'm like, well, I'm going to sit here and take my medicine. I've been a fan for my whole life. I believe in our team. I really want to see us get there again like every other Cowboy fan. And I was just I – was, I, was, I was hurt by yesterday's loss, man. We, we needed to show up. We didn't. Right. If we weren't going to play like that, why would we even put our starters in? You that, know, that's and all, awesome. this, all this jazz – all this jazz about the hate on Dak and – you know, look, Dak's not a bad quarterback. He's a good quarterback. I remember going through a long period of time with no quarterback. So, I mean, it's not him, I don't think at least. But if he shows up with a bad day, we're in trouble. Oh, that's a wrap. That, that's the thing. He, he's, a, he's a good quarterback that had a bad day, and he's a good quarterback that can't have a bad day. You know, there's many yeah. quarterbacks that are good, can have bad days because their teams can up lift them in those type of moments. Not, not this team, in my opinion. Not the way they're playing. If he is off, this is a, this team is going home. That that's that's the style that that we've we've kind of morphed ourselves into. You know, I've said it. It's hard to say after yesterday's loss, but I still believe in our team. I like our chances. Any given day, I mean, any given Sunday, we've got the pieces in place. We got the weapons. We got a quarterback. We got a running team. We've got some receivers. Our defense, when they want to show up, is stellar. So, I mean, I believe. I want to believe. I'm holding on to that hope, and I'm not ready to give up like a lot of our fans are. But I'm ready to see what Monday night brings. That's what we're living on here, Mark, the hope creed. <laughs> and if, if you don't know what that means, <laughs> that, that, that means we're hoping that everything works out. We're, we're hoping that the Cowboys show up and look like the good Cowboys. We're hoping that everything works out as opposed to having that confidence that it will because of the way they play on Sunday. Well, hey, man, I appreciate your input. Let me jump on here. Good show. Like listening. Keep it up. 
Thanks, Mark. Appreciate you. That's Mark from Supreme Lending Dallas. We are live here at Supreme Lending. And again, we're still doing the giveaway. Uh, the Ezekiel Elliott signed football. You have a chance to win that. The way to enter it, easy. Go to Supreme Lending Dallas on Instagram, or you can visit them on Facebook and Twitter. Follow, tag two of your friends, two Cowboy fans, and then you will be entered into the giveaway. Supreme Lending Dallas giveaway. Ezekiel Elliott signed football. I think that was signed at draft day, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. Uh, Zach went down to Vegas and got the football signed. So, the cool, nice little cool little giveaway, man. So, make sure y'all do that. All right. Let's get to the last two callers here. I've been holding 5-2-0. What it is. What's what up? It? What up, Sky? How's it going? What's good with you? I'm good. Oh man, man, that uh, that game yesterday, man. Uh, I can't talk you off the ledge, but you know, after uh, watching our game, I think what made me smile was putting old man Rogers out. That had, that that had me going to bed feeling a little bit better. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, I, I don't, I don't understand the Kellen Moore thing with. Uh, so you got three run, you got three. Uh, running threats, which Dak, I think, uh, Dak ain't Jalen Hurts, but I think Dak can can run a little bit. And I feel like they took that out of out of his control as far as running, and they don't give him another threat. And then the whole thing with the Noah Brown, man, every time he throws the ball to Noah Brown, man, it makes me air punch, man. I, I, I hate the fact that we're throwing the ball to Noah Brown when we have three other receivers on the team that are better than him. I mean, T.Y. is old, but I think T.Y. can get it done. But I, mean, I, I don't know what, what's going on with uh, this this whole Brown thing. He, I think he's just been right alongside C.D. all year. Excuse me. And he's just he's real. He's an integral part of their wide receiver, the three wide receiver set because of blocking thing and all that. But uh, you know. I, he he is a career fifth six wide receiver that was elevated to wide receiver two for half the season due to injuries, and when when these things happen with him out there, it doesn't surprise me because because it was one point in time. Hey Noah, look you, you you're doing you've done solid job, but you're we're seeing he is what he is. There there, <laughs> there is no elevating Noah Brown to something that he isn't, and I feel like we're continuing to force that thing there. Um, when it matters, we look at Lamb. He has seven targets, five receptions. I, I don't know why we didn't keep f- deliberately feeding him. I look around the league at some of these other top receivers. They find a way. The coordinator, the quarterback, they find a way to get their guys the ball no matter what. So I really don't want to hear, oh, well, well, he was triple-double cover. Well, move him. Do something. Do Find a way to get him the ball because when he got the ball yesterday, he was the only one that showed fight. Exactly. Like, I watched the Raiders game between San Francisco and the Raiders because my brother's a huge San Francisco fan. And I watched Brock Purdy throw the ball to Brandon Ayuk constantly on a slant route and let him make plays. I'm like, okay, so if you can do it with two players with Sounds which, like uh, a robot right Debo is out. Oh, shoot. Sorry, man. Yeah. yeah, breaking up a little bit there. Uh, but, but I'm going to finish your call. Appreciate your call, 520. I, I get what you're saying there. Um, yeah. There, and, again, that goes back to that goes back to scheme and coaching. Like, you won't find in a Shanahan-led offense him having a hard time getting Kittle, Ayuk, 
or Debo, depending on who, who the feature person is of that day, right? Like, Debo's out, Ayuk and Kittle are guys. Since Debo's been out, Kittle has been killing, right? That, that, that is not a problem. They, they, and I'm not saying it's been a problem getting Lamb the ball. I'm not trying to say that. But th- there's just a deliberate effort schematically in doing what they do and what works. And if they lose that way, they just lose that way. That, that, that's just how they are. And it always goes back to what I say. I'd rather lose knowing what I am than not. All right, let's close out with 409. What it is, what it do. What, what's up, Sky? How you doing, man? I'm good, man. Even, you know, I'm annoyed with the Cowboys, but I'm good other than that. <laughs> yeah, man, you know, uh, I've seen a lot of football, man. I've seen good teams, uh, bad teams, and I've seen bad games, man. And <clears throat> that one, they're going to just have to lock it up in the box and throw it in the bottom of the ocean, man. Uh, you know, uh, it's kind of it's kind of crazy because, you know, the games that the Cowboys have won, you know, they still get the criticism. And it get more so when they when they lose. I'm a believer and a fan, you know, and I know a little football, you know. Uh, there are some things that they have to do better, but we've seen them this year do some exemplary things, and you know we've seen them look bad. So hopefully they'll put that exemplary game together. Now one thing about pro football is, huh? They got to do four of those games. Yeah, I know. But check it out, though. One thing about pro football, you know, you can have a high school football team and they can be more talented than another team and play a real bad game and still win, and sometimes on the college level. But when you're talking about pros out there, man, when you have a bad game and them pros on the other side, they would definitely make you look really, really bad, you know, because – you know, the margin for victory in the in the NFL is very small. A lot of people, you know, they see these teams and they're like, hey, man, this team's supposed to stump this team, this team's supposed to stump this team. But the margin is very small. And you have to be on your game, man. And uh, uh, other callers said it, you know, sometimes we are as that goes. As that goes, we go. We have a tough defense, man. Dan Quinn is over there, man. He's trying to. You know, uh, what they call it, cut and paste some things together over there, man. We still don't know who's going to be the second cornerback. I have no idea who's going to be the second cornerback. Do you have any idea who's going to be the second cornerback? No, I I thought it was going to be Nashawn Wright, but they they just decided to go left field and put Mullins in there to to give him a shot, and that shocked me, man. Yeah, it's like – Maybe, maybe yeah. Xavier Rhodes like, gets okay, a shot. Okay, you're cutting yeah. pasting, you know. <laughs> so, but you know what I tell you, though, man. Like I said, I've seen a lot. I remember when Dion was on one side and Larry Brown was on the other side, and he was getting cooked the whole year and ended up getting two interceptions in the Super Bowl. So, I've seen all this type of stuff happen, man. So, you know, I'm just going to be there Monday night, man. I'm going to be, be cheering for him. Yeah, I'm hoping, though, the things that work this season, you know, the the three tight ends, um, CD in motion, you know, getting the ball out to the um, to the edges and stuff, man, hopefully we'll see a lot of that. But, you know, everybody's calling for McCartney, but nobody's calling for Kevin Moore, Kelly Moore because, you know, he a made man. You know, the Don that made him a made man, you know, and I'm thinking the same thing with Noah Brown. You know, he's a made man. He's Kellen's boy. You know, he come up with Kellen. You know, and it's hard to break those things, you know. It's hard to say something to Kellen because he got Jerry Jones. Hard to say take Noah off the field because Kellen want him out there, you know, and Kellen want to throw the ball to him. So 
I don't know, man. I'm just going to cheer for my team. I've, you know, I've been through the ups and downs. I agree with some of the stuff. I disagree with some of the stuff. But I'm going to be cheering, man. I'm going to put my heart out there and hoping that we win, man. It's time for Brady to, you know, Roger's gone. Hopefully Brady be gone next week. Hopefully. Hopefully. We'll touch on that. Appreciate the call, <laughs> good brother. Hey, hey Sky. God bless you and your family, man, you, and have a glorious day. Thank you as well, sir. Appreciate you. He said, All right. He said something there that didn't register, register to me until he said it. No Browns drafted in 2017. Kellen Moore was still the backup quarterback on this team. I, don't, I just never thought of that. Right? Like, no Brown was drafted in 2017, right? I, I, I think I vividly remember him coming in. The year after the 2016 class, pretty sure it was 2017. And if that's the case, Kellen Moore was throwing him the ball. I mean, maybe it's nothing, maybe it's something, but that's that's interesting, man. This whole time I'm sitting here like, well, Noah Brown got he got pictures of Jerry Jones and yada yada yada. No, 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 no. No, maybe it's Kellen Moore and Noah is just got a tight relationship. Man, like, hey, we could use Noah, bro. He could block for us this year, okay? Because he got like three one-year deals in the last three seasons, and he just keeps coming back. Huh? If Noah Brown come back next year and Kellen's here, it's one hundred percent Noah Brown Kellen Moore situation. Didn't think of that, caller. Appreciate you for putting that in my head there. Uh, as for Tampa. Listen, today is about therapy. Today is about talking through this ugly loss and things like that. At the end of the day, as Stephen Jones says, and we'll be breaking down the Tampa game. This is this is not a good team. They're not a great team. The problem is Dallas has shown that, yeah, they could be some good teams. They also can allow not-so-good teams to either beat them or put up a fight to where it takes a Herculean effort to win. So listen, man, I know a lot of people are going to dismiss Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe, maybe there's nothing to fear about Tom Brady in the, in the postseason. There's nothing to fear about that defensive line, even though the last few defensive lines that were backups have given you trouble. Maybe there's nothing to fear there. Maybe there's nothing. I shouldn't use the term fear because y'all listen to not fear. Maybe there's nothing to be concerned about, about the GOAT playing you, about Mike Evans lining up against the wide receiver cornerback too, about maybe there's nothing, nothing to be concerned about. But you damn sure better respect it. You better respect it. We've been down this road enough to not go into this game. And I say we, I don't really mean I guess fans, like, we don't matter in the outcome. But you know what I'm saying, right? Like, to be dismissive. I hope they aren't being dismissive. Because it feels like they came out in this Washington game and were dismissive. It feels like they came out in the Titans game and were dismissive. It feels like they came out in the Texans game and were dismissive. It feels like they came out in the Colts game and were dismissive. You seeing that pattern there? It just feels like they come out in these games and they're just like, ah, whatever. You come out and be dismissive against this team if you want and fumble the balls on punts and throw pick sixes and can't run blocking. Be it if you want. Go on right ahead. You're not playing Matt Ryan, Davis Mills, Sam Howe, 
Gardner Minshew or Joshua Dobbs. Think about that for a second. Your defense has been very average, middling, and trying to figure out its way against Joshua Dobbs, Gardner Minshew, Sam Howe, uh, uh, Davis Mills, Jeff Hotstetler. I'm kidding. That's not who it is. I always forget. J- Driscoll. Driscoll. And they've had some issues. Okay. <laughs> Don't get your act together against Tom Brady. All right. Play around if you want. We'll be breaking this thing down, figuring out ways Dallas can attack. We'll jump back into the film room this week um, and see where teams have had success against the Bucks. And it sucks because teams have success against all these other teams, and then the Cowboys play them. It's like, well, why ain't we doing that? But we got to figure out ways to get this dub on Monday, by the way. I didn't bring it up, but the Cowboys are playing on Monday. I hate that. I'm not going to lie to you. I can't stand the fact that we're playing on Monday Night Football. I would much rather it be a Saturday game, but it's not a Saturday game. So, with that said, Cowboys Nation, one more time here for the for the Cowboys football giveaway. This is what I want you guys to do. Okay, here are the rules. You go to A to Z Sports Dallas Facebook or Instagram. Find the signed football giveaway post from, you said last night? It's been pinned on Instagram. Like the post. Follow Supreme Lending Dallas and A to Z Sports Dallas both. Tag two Cowboy fans in the comment section, and a winner will be announced on Monday. Oh, you have nine. On, my, on Monday before the playoff game. Which so, so because the dang on game is Monday, we'll probably be doing a morning show because that's just the, the, the luck of the draw we got. So we'll be doing the show Monday, and then we'll be doing the the, the, po- the uh, pregame and all that stuff uh, later on. Maybe we'll do it the pregame. I, I don't know which, day we'll, which time we'll do it, but we'll be giving it away on Monday before the game. So make sure you guys uh, do all of that. Again, go to the A to Z Sports Dallas and the uh, Supreme Lending pages. Make sure you tag two Cowboy fans. Follow, like, and you will be entered in for the drawing to win an Ezekiel Elliott signed football. All right? Uh, why do I hate playing on Monday? Well, because I have to get right back up four or five hours later and do a show in the morning after being out to about 12, 1 o'clock in the morning and then driving away. I don't like that, okay? I would rather much be home. I'd I, I tolerate a little bit better, but primetime games absolutely suck for what we do. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not great. If it was Saturday night, be cool with it. Get up Sunday and chill, but nope, 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 nope. Uh, Monday night, win or lose, is going to be a long, uh, long day. And then I won't be here to literally home the next day. And then I'm getting up four hours later and trying to not be a zombie talking to you guys. And hopefully, if it's a dub, I have all the energy in the world. Trust and believe me. I'll be on all the Red Bulls and coffee. If it's an L, I'm sorry for the frustration you're going to get. And I'm using that that term very loosely because it might be a lot more than that, man. It is what it is, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely dedication, but but I ain't going to lie to y'all. Y'all know me. I can't fake the funk. Hate primetime. All right, Cowboys Nation, listen, it's been a great show, even though it wasn't a great game yesterday. I appreciate y'all for joining me, Bomb Squad. I didn't even press my Bomb Squad button. Bomb Squad! Appreciate y'all for joining me. We'll be back tomorrow, back at the home studio, and then Friday we'll be back on the road again the next Monday, home studio in the road. We working, man. We moving, all right? So make sure y'all follow me on Twitter. I don't have it scrolling down anymore, but at Skywalker still. Shout out to our sponsors today, Boston Scientific, DFW Turf Solutions, the Cochran Firm, and, of course, Supreme Lending as we are streaming live here at Supreme Lending. Y'all been great. 
I understand that it's it was a rough, rough game, but we got to get through it. We got to talk through it. All right. With that said, let me go ahead and press this button. Ooh, see, I don't got all my buttons set up right over here. You know, I got to do things a different way. Boom. Super chat. Actually, speaking of super chats, I didn't, <laughs> didn't do super chat. Uh, we can do super chats real quick before I leave. I'm just going to run right through them. Funny. I, that wasn't the button I was trying to press, but it reminded me to do super chats. Do I have my button on here? Yeah, there it is. All right. Let's do these real quick. And then we'll get up out of here. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. What's today's date? The 9th. Oh, got a good handful of them here. All right, we got Toxic Tom says, Sky, Team Toxic has a seat ready for you. We got Josh Radner. Played this game like they were trying to get players, player incentives. Huh. Targeting Noah Brown more than wide receiver one makes zero sense. They didn't technically target him more. They targeted him about the same. But, yeah, incentives, that's the type of, type of the last game of the year. True. Uh, Tavis says we are known to play eggs. Why are we surprised? Uh, I don't think people are surprised that they they lost. But you mean to tell me you're not surprised they played this bad? That that was bad, man. Uh, Towboat says just clarify my last post one and six the last two years on grass. Zero and three this year. Tampa ain't ain't gonna cut the grass this week, Sky. <laughs> uh, Twan. Sky, are you shocked? I'm shocked they played that bad. I'm not shocked they lost. We've been playing on the edge the past few weeks and have been questionable. We should be hitting on all cylinders right now. This is true. Uh, like I said, man, if, if your cue is off like that, we've kind of set it up, I said, in the pregame show. If he has a bad game, look out, and that's what happened. And then we don't wipe those 304s. Do I think that confuses? Do you think that confuses Noah for CD? <laughs> By the way, Blade puts the Blade and Blade Brown salute, bro. Oh, that'll be interesting later on the watch the show. Uh, no, I don't think it confuses him. I he knows where these guys are lined up in the call. But but I confuse them sometimes when the cameras are out and you can't see the 88 and they got the dreads and things or the locks going. So, yeah, I'm with you. I do it. I hope he's not confused. Like, you're the professional quarterback that knows where your players are. But I uh, appreciate the Super Chats. Uh, my, I almost forgot them. Thanks, God, for the button there. Now, we press the button. We'll see you all later. Three-ish Mafia over on the volume, Vosh Lombardi Live. Then later tonight, our guy Mo will be back on for A to Z Sports Prime Time. Oracle Toxic Time. What happened to just Toxic? You can just keep changing your name, man. All right, we out of here. Peace.